Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. And welcome to this episode of Leadership Stars. I am so excited about this episode. I have a, a gentleman that I've known for a fair amount of time. And I, one of the things I love about him is that when when I've read his book, which is Work Positive in a Negative World, um, one of the, I mean, some of the things that really came up were, you know, how do you turn things upside down? How do you get to that positive vibe when everything around you is crashing and burning? Um, and one of the things that, that always intrigued me was, you know, you start for work on Monday morning and you feel so overwhelmed that you can't remember what you have to do next. And that gets scary after a while that you don't remember or that you go to speak at a networking event and you completely forgot what you were going to say. You don't remember who your target market is. Oh, what business am I in? I don't remember. And my guest today has a unique perspective on all of that. And so I welcome today Dr. Joey Fawcett. Dr. Joey? Linda, thanks so much for having me on today. I'm blessed to be with you. Well, and I, I just love the fact that we actually got to connect this way and to be able to have you on the show. So mm. let's start at the beginning. Tell us just a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Mm. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Um, how did it all start? Well, it started when I was nine years old. Um, uh, some people immediately recognize that I'm from the South, and um, <laughs> I don't know how they do that. But anyway, it's probably all the sweet I can't imagine. Of, yeah. <laughs> so I decided as a nine-year-old boy that there uh, had to be some enterprising opportunities right in front of me. So I tried mowing grass and uh, discovered that I had severe allergies from my oh. my nascent enterprise. Yeah, so I wound up in, in Duke Hospital and uh, almost died from a viral infection in my lungs. I still remember the night. Um, I'm going to tell you how old I am now. Um, <laughs> they took me out to do some blood testing or something, brought me back in the room, and there was a mist tent over my bed. Well, back then, oh. Marcus Welby was on TV, and everybody that ever went into a mist tent, at least it seemed to me in my nine-year-old memory, uh, on Marcus Welby, they died. And oh, so dear. I'm like, yeah, I'm like convinced I'm going to die. And so I, I, the self-fulfilling prophecy was I was allergic to the medicine that they put in the mist tent. And um, so I, I literally almost did die, and the oh, intern yeah. wouldn't change the medicine or anything. And I remember my mom staring me in the eyes, Linda, and saying, I am positive you're going to live through the night. And I did, and I really mm-hmm. um, picked up on her speaking that over me and into my life. And um, so I discovered then the power positivity really has that, as you were mentioning a moment ago, despite what's going on around you, you really can focus and make a difference. So when I came out, I still had that entrepreneurial spirit. And so shortly thereafter, as soon as I could get up and go, 
I uh, was selling Christmas cards door-to-door in summer, and they were inscribed Christmas cards, which was a big deal back then. Now it's a big deal if you get one, somebody actually wrote their name in it with a pen, right? Right, as opposed <laughs> but, to going uh, through send-out cards. Yeah, <laughs> which we use in our company as well, and obviously you do too. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, that's how it all really began for me, was discovering the power of positivity that you could could tap into that um, and despite the circumstances around you, you could literally, as we like to say, redefine your reality. And so that's what we did. And then just through a series of work experiences and what have you, uh, formed my own company about 14 years ago, have been just really super blessed with a lot of incredible people. We certify coaches all over the world in the work positive framework mm-hmm. and, um, just enjoy helping corporations as well as individuals from small family businesses to large companies with hundreds of thousands of employees around the world. Just really focus on how to redefine their reality and achieve their business dreams as they work positive. I love it. And, and I, like I said, I, I loved your book. Um, and I follow the tenants in the book virtually every day. Um, oh, so, wow. Thank you, yeah. Linda. I'm very humbled by that. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. First, I'm always humbled when anybody says they read my book and, and they're not my mom. You know, because <laughs> I know she read it. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I sort of feel the same way, although my mom's not with us any longer. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, when my family says, oh, yeah, I read your book. It's like, yeah, and you, and you thought, oh, it was fine. <laughs> it's like, great testimonial. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate when people say, oh, the art of hurting cats, leading teams of leaders. Yeah, I read that. And, you know, my book's falling apart. Is that a good thing? I said, yes. What that means is that you're using it a lot, and it's perfect bound. And so I said, yes, that's that's perfect. I go, oh, okay. I said, in fact, here's a bindery clip to hold it together so that you've got all the pages. I actually had a, um, uh, a logoed bindery clip that I gave people with, with the book because I said, I know it's going to Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. I thought a it was great really, marketing really idea. Good. I love it. Yeah. And that way, they, even if the book totally goes south, they, they still have the bindery clip with all of our information on it. So, mm. uh, Dr. Joey, the, um, we're talking about overwhelming stress this month. And mm. so, I'm curious from you, what do, what do you attribute overwhelm to? Why do we, why do we get overwhelmed? Uh, I attribute overwhelm to one simple thing. You um, are trying to do more than you were created to do right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a massive case of overreach. You know, our friend, Dr. Ivan Meisner with B&I, is very fond of saying, and Beth doesn't particularly like it when he says this, because she enjoys what he's advising against, but rather than trying to do a thousand things six times each, pick six things that you will do a thousand times each. Ah. And I, Ivan's point is, is be strategic, you know, find what you do well, you know, as a part of your divine design, as we like to talk about it, uh, find what you do well. And then Mm -hmm. do it repetitively. Uh, When we're overwhelmed, we're trying to, well, I liken it to trying to push about six grocery carts down the aisle all at once. Um, We're just trying to really do more than we were created to do or have capacity to do in that moment. And so we're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I I get that. And 
I, so it's interesting. Sometimes I get that on the weekend when I'm trying to catch up on everything that I didn't get done during the week. Um, and mm-hmm. it's like, so, so I get, I get that, you know, where you're, you're just doing a whole lot of stuff just to clean up like your inbox and your email and all the mail that came in. And then, of course, I get to play with my husband's business as well. And he leaves me this stack of things that I need to do. So it's like, oh, by Monday morning, I'm just glad to go back to work uh, and, and, and work on the stuff that, that's, you know, in my um, sweet spot and where I get joy. Right. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's not that I don't like doing stuff for my husband, but it's. I'm not a lawyer, so you know I, I get involved in also all sorts of interesting things. So for you, the cure for overwhelm then is to be strategic and to to do the things you do well and that are in within your your bandwidth and within your sweet spot, um, rather than trying to be a jack or Jill of all trades and and really a master of none. Yeah, that that's that's exactly right, and really knowing who you are. And what's your, as we talk about in work positive and negative world, what's your unique contribution that Mm -hmm. you want to make? Um, And also, you remind me of something there that we we also help a lot with in our coaching programs, and that has to do with boundaries. Um, When we're overwhelmed, typically we're taking on more than um, is healthy. And so Mm -hmm. other people, we... We allow other people to determine our agendas and our priorities for us. And I'm not talking about a supervisory role or anything like that, because when you align yourself with a company you tip, and in a certain position, then you typically have a common level of understanding about what's what. But what so often will happen on teams is that people will will dump their pay-the-rent activities, as I like to call them, on you. And if you're willing to accept them, they will. And for mm-hmm. instance, um, with all respect to your husband, you know, dumping those tasks he don't want to do or he can't do or whatever on you, and you willingly accept those. Mm-hmm. So we do have an option, an opportunity, really, to grow ourselves and to help other people grow and to help them find someone else who is really gifted to do this, that it's in their sweet spot. Let them do that because their fulfillment will be greater. They'll have meaning and purpose out of their work as opposed to us just becoming a dumping ground for all sorts of other activities. So those boundaries are really, really important. And, of course, that begins with some sense of who you are and some alignment with your work around that. Right. I I so very much agree with that. And what's interesting is that I – delegate that kind of stuff to my VA, my media director, Carrie Hargraves, who I dearly mm-hmm. love. And, and she does she does things that, one, I can't do, two, things that I don't like to do, uh, and really makes them sing because they're things that she loves to do. Um, but I haven't gotten to that place yet with, with my husband. And I think part of it is we're, <laughs> neither one of us are willing to pay somebody to do what needs to be done because it's, it, you know, it's, yeah, we're just sort of at that place right now. And um, and, and even though we've got an IT director, he calls me first. <laughs> so, I understand. And, and it, well, and it's, one of, it, yeah, it's one of those things that takes me no time at all. With, but, right. Yeah. It's always stickier with boundaries in family relationships, and particularly family businesses and things like mm-hmm. that, which is uh, one of the more challenging coaching opportunities that we take advantage of. I really like it because it's more challenging. But uh, So you've got that dual relationship going on there in terms of a family member whom you want to help out as 
as well as something. But look, you are paying for that. You know, you said oh, you and your yeah. husband don't want to pay for it. You're paying for it. It's oh, in yeah. your time and how much it de-energizes you trying to do stuff outside of your sweet spot. So yeah. there's always yeah. a payment to be made. It's just not always financial. That is true. I, I so agree with you on that. Um, but, uh, well, anyways, it, it's it's an argument that I will never win with him at this point in time. So I, I, <laughs> I, I what I tell him is, you have 15 minutes. Use it wisely. Uh, and, and he's usually pretty good at that, uh, you know, yeah. as to, cool. you know, what, what needs to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So uh, the other side of that is stress. And I was on your website and I, I love mm-hmm. this, which really I think has more to do with change, but it, it, it obviously wraps around. And it's, it was a takeoff from the serenity prayer. You said, seek strength to change the things you can, accept those that you can't change, and the wisdom to know the difference, which, of course, comes from the serenity mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit about how, let's start with the causes of stress. Uh, mm. you've got, yeah. Yeah, well, let me differentiate between stress and stressors. Mm-hmm. Um, stress is the reaction that you choose to have to the stressors that enter your life. Um you know, of course, the title of the, our book is Work Positive in a Negative World. Uh, I have yet to have anyone <laughs> contest the fact that it's a negative world. I mean, because mm. it's there are things that go on around us that we simply aren't in control of, people as right. well. And so those are the stressors. Um, some of them are healthy. Some of them are unhealthy. Uh, of course, growth itself is change and mm-hmm. is a stressor. Growth always lies just beyond the edge of our comfort zone. So anytime we're intentional about growing as a human being, uh, whether it's on the job or in family relationships or what have you, then we're we're changing, and that's a mm-hmm. stressor. I can remember when I was a kid, I think it was the summer between the 6th and 7th grade, I grew so rapidly, my growth plates just really hurt in the knees. I only had about six weeks of voice change, <laughs> but it was a pretty was six weeks. You know, when I went from a soprano to an alto to a tenor in about four weeks and then became a bass, <laughs> it was five and six. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, that, that rapid change uh, is a stressor. So stress is how you choose to deal with it. Now, back to overwhelm, it's very easy for us to get overwhelmed by the amount of change around us. And it really has to do with choosing our reaction which, as you know, the first core practice of a work-positive lifestyle is we choose to perceive, which is Mm -hmm. to focus on the positive. And so training your brain as to how to focus on the positive that's going on around you is vitally important. Negative thoughts assail us and assault us from everywhere. Um, Media is probably one of the greatest sources of uh, negative thinking, or Zig Ziglar used to call it stinking thinking, that's out there. And so how we interact with media, whether we use push or pull media, um, we are leading a national, well, really an international movement called the Great Media Switch, and but you really use more pull media than you do push media. But anyway, when we can remember that most media sources are seeking, this one excluded, of course, uh, <laughs> most, media, most media sources are really trying to monetize the negativity. And if you look mm-hmm. at any typical evening TV newscast or, or listen even to radio newscast, if it bleeds, it leads. And so that's right. the first story, right, is the bloodiest. And then 
um, by the end, if you've actually survived the newscast, you might get down to a warm and fuzzy or something like that at the end um, that uh, tries to hook you to come back. So how do you interact with media, uh, forming your thought patterns and what have you? So that's a choice that you make, which has a direct correlation with how you deal with these stressors. So when and you, so but, let's let's yeah, uh, when, let's carry carry that on in the next segment because we've got a really okay, powerful um, idea going forward. So, audience, I want you to think about the stressors that you have in your life currently and how are you reacting to those? Is it in a positive way or is it in a negative way? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. 
Welcome back. And I'm here with my very special guest, Dr. Joey Fawcett. And we've been talking about some of the causes of overwhelm. We've talked about, we've begun to talk about stress, stressors, your reaction to stressors, how to be more positive in a negative world. And so, Dr. Joey, was there some last thoughts that you wanted to um, share with our audience about um, the cure for stress? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, it's awareness, as it is with so many things in our world. Uh, We just get used to dealing with things in a certain way, slowly going insane, you know, praying (laughs) for different results, but (laughs) they don't come. So the first key is awareness. One of the ways that that, that we really diagnose stress and raise uh, awareness of it is to ask someone if they um, ever walk into a room and go, ooh, what did I walk in here for? You know, what oh, am I yes. after? Or um, if you're of an age where you need reading glasses and you're searching all over for reading glasses, find them on your head. Yes. Um, or if you um, get home, raise a garage door and go, ooh, I forgot to pick the kids up from daycare. <laughs> um, <laughs> that may be, those may be uh clues to you that stress is is affecting your life. Now, what happens literally physiologically speaking, and I'm I'm not going to geek out on neuroscience here for you, Linda, but um, there's an enzyme, PKC, that releases in your prefrontal cortex. It's part of cortisol. And what it does is it short circuits your short-term memory. And so that's why you walk into a room and go, ooh, what am I after? Where are my glasses? Or (laughs) worse yet, where are the kids? Um, So that's a real clue to you, well, it's more than a clue, it's a conclusion, so you can say, wow, I'm not dealing with my stressors very well, because my, mm-hmm. my prefrontal cortex is awash in cortisol, and PKZ is ruling the day. So what you want to do then is just begin to change the way you look at things. Like we were talking about with overwhelm, you want to be strategic in your focus, and it really mm-hmm. is all about focus. So you begin to develop your mind like a muscle. And you intentionally focus on the positive that's going on around you. Now, that's not to the exclusion of the negative. You want to uh, recognize that it's there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we're not in some kind of um, environment where we can just totally ignore the negativity. We embrace it, though, understanding that what we resist persists, as, as one of my dear friends talks about. And just seeing it for what it is, okay, that's negative, but I'm going to choose to focus on the positive. What are the things that are going right in my work world? Mm-hmm. What are the positives of our outcomes? Where are we achieving? Where's the strength of our company? And then really building on those strengths. And as you know, Linda, from reading the book, that's the perceived core practice. And then yes. you begin to invite people around you to join you in that. And that's the conceived core practice, right? Because then you begin right. to focus on positive people who are also focusing on those positive things going on around you. And what that really does is literally uh, lower your blood pressure, uh, release endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, the natural brain enhancers and mood enhancers. And then that helps you to focus on the positive things that are going around you, your stress lessons, your mm-hmm. stress reaction to the stressors lessons. And you really are able to achieve more in less time in that way. That, that's very interesting how, how you frame that. And uh, one of the things that I had been taught long ago was that um, part of that is also the subconscious. So you have part of the job of the subconscious is to habituate things. And so, Mm. you know, you're on the road and you're going someplace else. Let's say I'm going up to Walmart instead of going straight back to the 
our our home, and I'm not I'm not focusing on the you know I've got my mind's running around other things and whatever. And the next thing you know, you've passed the exit for Walmart, and you're <laughs> yeah, you're on you, you know you've you've turned off at the apartment and you go what the heck? Um, yeah. you know, I, I I had to go there. Or I I think the mm. best one that that I've have had was. Um, I drive virtually the same route, and it's primarily because that's the only way to get there, um, to work. And I swear, there was one day I looked up and I went, "Who? when did they put that six-story building up? I don't remember <laughs> them doing any construction. And I think we get yeah. into that habituated mind, and we're, we're, it's almost like we have blinders. We don't see anything else around us except that straight-ahead piece and where the brain thinks you're going. Mm-hmm. So I... Mm-hmm. I that's yeah. exactly right. We, as you know, we talk about in the book the difference between the familiar and the unfamiliar. So whenever mm-hmm. something enters your mind, a thought or an impression, you immediately begin trying to file it away in a file folder that's in your brain currently. And then mm-hmm. when you it can't find one, then it wants to boot it out, right? But exactly. what we really encourage people to do is to develop unfamiliar, to embrace unfamiliar thoughts and unfamiliar habits because the world is so negative, it's easy for that negativity to become familiar. And so through repetition, you step up into different ways of interacting with stressors around you, and you really focus in on the best that's going on. By the way, you're talking about your subconscious. Your subconscious mind can literally process 40 million bits per second. Your conscious brain can only process about 40 bits per second. So your Mm -hmm. subconscious mind, if you want to think about it this way, Linda, is a filter. It really filters out all the extraneous and sends to your conscious mind that most important, those priority thoughts, where you get to choose what passes through that filter. So if you constantly are choosing to chase Alice down the dark rabbit hole of negativity, (laughs) right? Yeah. You, you can, and your subconscious mind will just keep sending those things to you. But you can literally chain, train your subconscious mind to send those positive things, what's going right, until you begin seeing those things, and that multiplies exponentially in your brain, and you get so much more done in so much less time. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I had um, a gentleman who does a, a lot with brain work, um, Stephen mm-hmm. Campbell. And one of the things, and I've heard this elsewhere that you have like a limo driver in your subconscious, and you know you you tell him something, and you know, he says, you know, is it true? Don't care, and they just and just does it uh, because that's how we've set it up. And and the outs he tries to make the inside or the outside look like the inside, so that you're in mm. congruence, which I think is mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, because so mm. often we try, you know, if we're not getting the results we want, we try to change just our actions. Well, I'll just do it differently. And of course, as you said, you know, the definition of, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over <laughs> again, expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't changed the thoughts mm. that then impact your feelings, then you can change the action all you want, but it's not going to impact the results. You'll still get the same results because of the thoughts and, and feelings, yeah? Exactly. That's why we talk about acting yourself into a new way of feeling. It, mm-hmm. it, these unfamiliar actions must emerge from unfamiliar thoughts, and it's going to be uncomfortable. But again, growth's just beyond the edge of your comfort zone. So once you step up into that, you just continue doing it repetitively. The outcomes change, and so then that creates the feelings that you're after. Exactly. Um, we, I love being outdoors, and I love planting anything really um so i liken it to soil 
um, your brain, your mind is like soil. It really doesn't care what you plant in it. It'll grow a 100-foot maple tree, which will be blaze mm-hmm. orange and beautiful in the fall, or it'll grow poison ivy, and, and the choice is yours. <laughs> and I've had poison ivy a time or two, so I, I try not to do that. Being, being a platform speaker, you know, it's hard standing in front of 1,200 people with poison ivy because you always want to scratch someplace you really shouldn't scratch in front of 1,200 people. <laughs> um, so, so I choose to plant maple trees. You know, there's positive thoughts in my brain. And, and I know there's somebody listening here who says, ah, oh, this just sounds like a bunch of psychobabble. No, not really. It, it works. Just, just give it a try. Focus on something positive that's going on in your workplace, regardless of how crappy it might be. And, and just watch that begin to grow and just focus your attention on that. Focus on positive thoughts and positive people. Yeah, and it's it's interesting, Dr. Joey, that you talk about soil. Um, one of the things that that I'm working with is um, women who want to change the world. Uh, and so yeah. my first question to them is, what part of the world do you want to change? You know, what what's the piece that's yours to change? And mm. what I'm likening it to is sort of a seed. Um, that's you know in their shoe and it's kind of rubbing and whatever and they take the shoe off and they dump it out and nothing comes out and finally they figure out that there's a seed stuck in there and they pull the seed out and they put it in to the ground and then they nurture it and they nourish it and it grows and and in with the the snow still on the ground the the shoot begins to come out and to grow mm. and and maybe to grow into a huge maple tree maybe it's just going to grow into a crocus but whatever it is it starts with that seed. And you need that that nourishment and the nurture to be able to get it to grow and be bigger and that kind of thing. So I, I love I love what you're talking about. Is that the brain yeah, is is like soil as well? Just like that, and and you have to be patient with those seeds mm-hmm. as well because you harvest doesn't come before planting. <laughs> You know, harvest yes. comes after planting, <laughs> as Jim Rohn was so fond of saying. Well, you can't dig up the seed or that that embryonic plant two weeks after you put it in the ground or even three weeks four weeks right you have to be patient with it and let it grow it's the same way with your own behavior and achieving the outcomes that you want as you redefine your reality and achieve your business dreams it just takes time to nurture it you didn't get to where you are overnight and you sure aren't going to get out of where you are overnight but through consistent repetitive action you do find your way into a new work positive lifestyle that's so true, and I, I fully embrace that. But I think we also live in a, a society right now of instant gratification. And so it's <laughs> it, it's it's more difficult when you expect things like right now. I mean, with the Internet and cell phones and all of that, there's that expectation of, well, when I turn it on and I do a search, it, it pops up immediately. And yet to have that patience to nourish and nurture and to to really support it with, um, fertilizer and water and all that to get it to grow, um, and the same with your, your your thoughts and your feelings and all around that. Um, I we have to shift that instant gratification to it's worth the wait. Oh, it's definitely worth the wait. I liken it to a pot roast. I mean, you can <laughs> take a pot roast and put it in the microwave and nuke it for a few minutes if you want to, or. You can put it in a crock pot and and put it in there with the gravies and sauces and spices that you want and put it on low and let that cook over low heat all day long. Which yeah. one would you prefer to eat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, there's so, a rich difference cr- between the two, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and so it's well worth the reward of being patient with yourself. 
Okay. So um, I was on your website. And there were a couple things that I saw in your uh, in your various blogs, and you actually have three aspects mm-hmm. of your business. You talk about um, life, work, and faith. Have- we do. We have work positive, which we're talking about today. Then we mm-hmm. have faith positive, and then we have live positive, which is more lifestyle coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, and somewhere you. Uh, I remember one of them was, um, life is like a highway. How's your road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, the day we're recording this, that's the live positive video that we posted for today. Yeah. 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 Um, do me tell that story? Would that be okay? Yeah. You got about three minutes. Oh, so that's can, easy. I only we, need 60 we, seconds. Okay. Great. So, so, so one day I'm driving down the road going to a speaking engagement and I'm on an interstate highway somewhere and everything's cruising along. I'm, this was back when I actually had hair. So I had the window down and wind was blowing through my hair. You know, I had the radio up and it was my favorite song. And, and then all of a sudden the car started bumping and it was just going bumping, 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 bumping down the road. And I'm like, man, what's happening here? If I got a tire going flat, maybe it's more than one tire because I couldn't exactly locate which side of the car, front or rear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then the thought occurred to me, hey, change lanes. So I checked my mirrors, I pulled over to the left, and the, it smoothed out. So it wasn't my vehicle at all. It was the highway. So yes. I went down the highway a little further in the left lane, and then I began to wonder, well, wonder if the right lane's cleared up, because there's all this traffic wanting to pass me, right? So right. I checked my mirrors again, pulled back over into the right lane, and it was smooth again. So it wasn't my vehicle at all, but rather it was the road. Sometimes life just really gets bumpy. You know, there's a Mm -hmm. radical amount of change or there's a lot of negativity around us or something cataclysmic's happened in the world that's way beyond our control. But there's always one thing that you can control. So finding that one thing about yourself that you can control. In my case, it was changing lanes. So what's one habit that you can change that maybe used to bring you success and fulfillment but is no longer bringing you success and fulfillment due to some change that's occurred around you? So find that one thing that you can change about yourself and again growth lies just beyond your comfort zone change that one thing and you'll begin to live positive and make a life worth living I think that's I, I love that um, and I've, I've been in that situation where you're driving down the road and all of a sudden it becomes this washboard and you're going mm-hmm. did do I have a flash because in, in a couple of cases I have had a flat tire but in this case it's like Wow, it, it, it was just intense, and I actually moved over two lanes because the next lane was just like it. The third lane over was perfectly smooth, and I go, okay, there's something about this piece that Caltrans hasn't fixed yet, and <laughs> right. and you know you you just sort of have to live with it and and move on from there. So fantastic concept for my audience to think about: find that one thing that you can change to bring more positivity into your life and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead dream and create what inspires them her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power build your resources plan your path and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality 
Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I am just having a fantastic time with Dr. Dr. Joey Fawcett, and we're talking about overwhelm, and we're talking about stress, we're talking about positivity, we're talking about how to, um, when, when the road gets rough, how to change just one thing um, that can bring that positivity back into your life. And so, welcome back, Dr. Joey. Thank you, Linda. I'm so delighted to be on here. I, I want to ask you a personal question. Uh, okay. And, I, I know you have a wife, and um, you have I two do. adult daughters, and you yep. live in Pleasant Gap Farm. Where is that? What? What's yeah, we're in South Central Virginia. We live on a little 22-acre oh. farm here. One of my wife's lifelong dreams was to live on a little horse farm. She grew up with horses as a kid, and some of her best childhood memories are wrapped around that. And as I mentioned earlier, I love being outdoors, so it gave me an excuse to be outdoors and do stuff. And uh, so, yeah, we moved out here almost 20 years ago. It's a great place to raise daughters and yellow labs and horses and all sorts of fun stuff. So it's been a good life for us. We believe living closer to the land has really uh, made us well-rounded, kept us physically fit and mentally sound. So. And, and I was going to ask you about the dogs. So you so you have labs, um, which are great for horses. Yeah. Um, and then you, yeah. I, I love this. You t- you told me that you have two cats. Um, are yep. they barn cats or are they purebred or what? 
Oh, yeah. We've, we've been the whole purebred route, Siamese, seal points, and lilac points, things like that. But these are barn cats. Barn cats. Um, we named them after To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Atticus Finch and Boo Radley are their names. So <laughs> I thought we, that was a hoot and a half. Yeah. Yeah, they they love it. they love the life they've got. I wish I had their life. In fact, it's a really good life. They just show up and foods on the table. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And if it's not, they let you know how much they don't like the fact that it's not there. Um, That's but, right. Um, I was ha- having a conversation with a, a very dear friend last night, and we were talking about she's doing a, an animal anthology, so remembering the animals in your life. And I said, you know, at this point, I would have. A story that would take up the whole book and she said so write the book so we, mm. we came up with the title my journey or my life with cats and a few good dogs <laughs> that's funny i wrote i've written uh seven books and contributed to a couple of others and one of those books is listen to life with your pet the pet lover's guide to a positive life I love and it. uh there's yeah, there's a section in there on dogs and cats and horses, and there's like three times more stories about dogs than there are cats because yeah. cats, you know, cats use fewer words, and and you know they're just it is what it is. You know, you either want to pet me or I'll let you or not. We always refer to it as our cats adopted us. We really didn't adopt oh, yes. our cats. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and and there's an attitude about that. Um, like I said, my my colleague had some really wonderful cats, and and one of her cats, I think the name was Nina, and she would walk into the room with her tail up, and you know it was like a ta-da! I'm here. <laughs> Do you right. notice? Me? And, and if nobody I noticed her, she, she'd me. walk a little. Yeah, she'd walk a little bit closer, and she'd pose again with ta-da, and <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you know that they're. They they have their own personality and they're, and they're very they can be very dramatic about it mm. uh, and I, yep. I love I love cats although at the moment we don't have one because where we're living does not really support having a dog and a cat and have them both feeling mm. safe so um, yeah. we don't. Well, there's a reason dogs are referred to as man's best friend. I'm I'm just going to say that and leave it there. <laughs> yes, and and notice it's man's best friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, you caught yes. it. <laughs> my, 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 our, our dog um, has decided that I am the alpha female and I don't need his protection or support. But my husband, on the other hand, needs him in his office all day long protecting him. And I just, I think. I it's, believe I, it. It's absolutely a hoot. So, Dr. Joey, I know you have a free <laughs> gift for our audience. So, let's let's talk about that for just a moment. Yeah, sure. And uh, we we love being generous and giving away uh, gifts to people who are kind enough to listen as they do to Leadership Stars. So uh, if you'll go to workpositivebook.com, that's workpositivebook.com. You've heard um, Linda talking about reading Work Positive in a Negative World. Evidently, a few people more than my mom have because it's yes. uh, hit number one and Different Amazon categories, I think about mm, 10 or 12 times, something like that. So we're really just blessed by that. So what we want to let people do is get started on their journey to positivity as soon as possible, particularly in the workplace. So if yes. you go to workpositivebook.com, there's an opportunity for you there to download a bunch of free chapters out of that number one Amazon bestseller. And uh, you can go ahead and begin your journey starting today. Sounds awesome. Um, and. I would definitely encourage all of you to download that because the book is amazing. Um, I, like I said, I use it every day, and I'm just Thank so you. happy that that you are in my life as well as that book. Um, I have mm. I have 
uh, we were talking about a couple blogs, and uh, I, mm-hmm. but the, the one thing that I did notice was you have a um, a four step program, your four Ds: um, discover, deepen, develop, and dig. Can you tell us just a little bit about what what that's all about? Yeah, on the website we we talk about ways of engaging. Um, the first one is to discover, and again, we offer so much free material you can get. Oh, I don't know. We probably have about 20 chapters of different books that I've written that are on there. So you can discover those through the website there. And as you mentioned, we help people at various interest points in their lives, depending on where they are, work positive, uh, live positive, or faith positive. And that's really an application of their faith relationship to their world and really helping people integrate their faith with what's going on at work and other places. Mm -hmm. So when you discover... That's what you're doing. Now, what's that second okay. D, Linda? Deepen? Deepen. Yeah, we really want to invite you into conversations, not just with ourselves, but with other people who are on a, a work-positive, faith-positive, or live-positive journey. So one of the things that we do is we put out a video every day, uh, five days a week. Wow. Live-positive is Monday and Friday. Uh, Wednesday is uh, work-positive day. Tuesday is Faith Positive TV Day, and then we have our own podcast and video cast called Faith Positive Radio, in which we interview Christian business professionals from around the world. And mm-hmm. uh, so we tell their stories, give them an opportunity to tell their stories there on Thursdays. So that's how you can deepen, is really by deep diving into uh, those resources. And again, they're absolutely free, and they're all right there on the website. They're on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and various other places. Awesome. And then the third one is develop. Develop. Uh, we're all going somewhere. It's just a matter of <laughs> where are we going and is it the place that we want to be. So what are the preferred outcomes that you desire? Uh, what is your reason for being here and how can you fulfill that reason? You know, Linda, one of the great travesties of our time is that we spend 70% of our waking hours at work. And when surveyed American workers, about two-thirds to three-fourths of them say they're dissatisfied to very dissatisfied with their work. So about two-thirds to three-fourths of us are spending almost three-fourths of every day miserable. And we at uh, Get Positive Dot Today are just really committed to reversing that statistic. We want two-thirds, three-fourths of people being positive about their work and achieving some happiness. So in terms of development, we offer a couple of membership programs, both through Work Positive and Faith Positive, uh, that cost you just a little more than a dollar a day. You go through our startup boot camp of seven weeks to work positive or seven weeks to faith positive, which really gives you video-based instruction, lots of handouts and activities for you to begin to work positive in your workplace right where you are, regardless Mm -hmm. of how miserable it is. And so then that (laughs) is an ongoing team development where team leaders can use, um, they get a five-minute video and an activity to do with their team every week so they don't have Mm -hmm. to design the instructional strategies themselves. We do the video production. We do all the heavy lifting, and that way you just plug and play right into your team. So we're really committed to developing, helping people develop a work-positive lifestyle. That's awesome. And, and in fact, I, I have a, um, a video program as well called Leadership Inspirations that uh, is a three-minute video 
of a, a leadership quote with a uh, teaching around it and then an activity that you can do. And the response has been amazing. Uh, same sort of thing of you know, what, what can you do this week that's different from what you've done before. I'm curious, though, of the 70 70- People who are of the people who spend seventy percent of their time at work, which is most of us, um, when we're dissatisfied and miserable, what do they say about that? I mean, is is it do they feel stuck, like they can't go someplace else, or why do they stay in that? Well, the short answer is what we talked about previously, and that is it's familiar. Right. And so most of us are just going to stay in that rut. You know the old saying about the only difference between a rut and a grave is a few feet. Right? <laughs> so we, we yes. stay in that rut and we just keep going. And so the more negative we become, the fewer options we're able to see. And, of course, we all know we see what we're looking for. So if we're not looking right. for more options, we just choose to squat right there and stay miserable. Oh, wow. It's the path of least resistance, really. Okay. All right. So, uh, having having done your work, having done the the, the developed piece, do you find that people mm-hmm. actually change jobs, or that they just um, change their outlook on the work that they're doing? Well, we find both because uh, oftentimes, if you are negatively predisposed, that is, you're looking for negativity, then you find it, and so mm-hmm. in changing jobs, you go from one negative job to the other, and (laughs) amazingly, the job may change, but you're making the same comments about your work. So we oftentimes find that the personal development side there affects the workplace, and suddenly it's not as bad as you thought. But there are many situations in which the work environment is toxic, and Mm -hmm. so we help people observe without participating uh, and that's just part of our coaching process. You know, what is it you're observing? Okay, what are you choosing to participate in? And so if it is a toxic environment, then just identifying what's your preferred environment, where mm-hmm. do your core values line up with an organization, where are your priorities consistent with the company, and will they facilitate the exercising of your unique contribution, your sweet spot, as you referred to it earlier. Mm-hmm. So you want to find a job that allows you to do that. Really more than a job, Sean Aker in the Happiness Advantage talks about the difference between a job, a career, and a calling. A job mm. something you do just to draw a check, career, maybe uh, a series of jobs. But a calling is really what nurtures and satisfies that longing all of us have within ourselves for fulfillment. And so uh, just helping people be able to achieve that. Most people, I think about 80%, when they leave a job, it's because of the boss. Mm-hmm. So what is it you're doing to attract bosses like that? Why do you put yourself in relationships with bosses like that? So, again, it's just that heightened self-awareness that allows you to proactively choose the kind of environment in which you can most productively participate in work. Uh, it's it, That's so fascinating, and I think it's interesting that 80% of it uh, – has to do with the boss as well. Uh, one of the things that I, I talk about is um, oftentimes we, I come out of the military, so oftentimes we use um, a rank or position to get things mm-hmm. done. And, and it's what I call the command voice. Um, so it's yes. a telling voice and it's very crisp and very direct. And, and it, it's what you use on, you know, when you train animals as well as training people. And that, <laughs> that, that doesn't work outside of like the military um, and mm. even in the military not having some influence um, in influential leadership um, mm. you're not going to get everything done that you want there's a there's a place for command like if you're taking a hill or whatever it means where you where you will brook no 
disagreement. Um, but for the most part, having having the ability to influence people and to inspire them is really where you it, it's juicy, and you get the most amount most out of the people that you're working with. Would you agree with that? Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. And we see some people mm-hmm. who are stuck in that I call it command and control modality. Yeah, and with exactly. the millennial generation, it, it's just not going to work because mm-hmm. they are used to far more uh, relational, coachable, developmental kind of environment, and that's what they desire. And they'll go back home and live in mom and dad's basement, regardless of what you're paying <laughs> them, before they'll submit to a command and control kind of modality. But let's just yeah. think about the limitations of that anyway. If 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 the company that I own is limited to what I can do and what I can tell the people around me to do, there's no leverage in that, but rather the human capacity to create and innovate. I mean, mm-hmm. to to stimulate that kind of growth, it's limitless what your company can do. And those are the true innovators and disruptors uh, who who take companies places like Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and others have done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, I think that's that's also allowing their creativity to grow and expand and and to do, uh, you know, the old HP uh, ad campaign that says, what if? Uh, mm-hmm. There's so much in that statement that um, really opens the mind. I, I would love to do another radio show with you and talk about actually relationals with the uh, millennials, because I think it's interesting that there, a lot of their relationships are very, very superficial. And on that note, do you have like one last quick tip? We've got about a minute left. Yeah, in re- with regard to relationships, that's the second core practice of a work-positive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And really learning how to deal with uh, negative people without becoming one yourself is so important. I refer to negative people, as you know, from the Work Positive in a Negative World book on Amazon, that it's I call them your vampires. Yes. Uh, because nothing will ever work for them. And even after work, they will suck your time, energy, and attention away from the people that you love and are trying to be with. So how do you deal with difficult people without becoming one yourself? Well, let's say you walk up on one of those negative hallway conversations and you hear it. The first thing you want to do is try to uh, redirect it. So as they're talking negatively about the boss, you can comment on what a great time you had over the weekend or how beautiful and- the weather is or something. If and they Joey, don't respond we, to we the only have 30 redirect- seconds left. Right, I got it. If you <laughs> if they don't respond to the redirection, then you just reframe it. Well, you know, Joey, might not be the best boss in the world, but last time I checked, my bank uh, check cleared, and so everything's good. And then if they don't respond to the reframing, remove yourself from that conversation. Treat them as if they have the flu, because negativity really is contagious. So it's your choice on how to deal with negative people without becoming one yourself. Perfect. And that's a great way for us to end this particular segment. And I, I want to thank you so very much for being a part of this. You've given us some really fantastic tips and, and thoughts to reduce overwhelming stress and really reposition, reframe into a more positive world. So remember, audience, be courageous, dare to lead, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.